What's up everyone? This is Mayowa, your host, and you are listening to the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. More people than ever are building cool stuffs online from the scratch, solving problems and making a lot of money in the process. And on this show, I sit down with these amazing six-figure entrepreneurs to share their entrepreneurial journeys, the ideas, the opportunities, the strategy they are taking advantage of so the rest of us can do the same. And now let's get the show started. Just keep going. Just keep on doing one thing every day, moving forward. It can feel so overwhelming um, being a parent, being an entrepreneur, you know, like you said, you own a home and then you're also a daughter and you might be a partner to somebody else and you're not going to be good at everything and you can't be balancing everything in the air simultaneously, right? One ball is going to fall. It's okay. If you're on this entrepreneurial journey, it's not smooth. It's a really, really bumpy road and that's totally normal. And it's such a beautiful journey and it's not something where we're going to get to the destination. As you know, as an entrepreneur, you're literally just on this journey and there's peaks and valleys within it, but um, continue to show up and do one step in front of the other. What's up, everyone? This is Mayowa, your host, and you are listening to the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. More people than ever are building cool stuffs online from the scratch, solving problems and making a lot of money in the process. And on this show, I sit down with these amazing six-figure entrepreneurs to share their entrepreneurial journeys, the ideas, the opportunities, the strategy they are taking advantage of so the rest of us can do the same. And now let's get the show started. Hi, everyone. My name is Mayowa, and I'm your host on the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm also the founder of the book Cut, a publishing agency that helps busy entrepreneurs to write and publish a book that helps them become an expert uh, in their niche and instant authority, also build more credibility, and also to amplify their reach and get more clients for their business. If you have a book idea as a coach, consultant, and thought leader in your space, head straight to the bookcourt.com. That is T-H-E-B-O-O-K-C-O-T.com. And on this episode of the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast, I've got a, another amazing and awesome Six Figure Entrepreneur. And before we get the show started, I will just pass the mic to her. She will tell us a bit about herself, our business, then we get the show rolling. Yeah. Hi, my name is Jenna. I'm the CEO and co-founder of StaffNet. StaffNet is a workflow optimization tool made for small to medium businesses to be able to run their day and not have their day run them. So it'd be anything from employee scheduling, inventory, HR tracking, project management, client follow-ups, everything. We've generated a system to automate people's day. And so we've created efficiencies and um, that's pretty much what I do day to day as I work with small to medium businesses to basically optimize their day, whether that be through StaffNet or through consulting with StaffNet. Okay, Jenny, you are so welcome to the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. We are super excited to have you and we believe that this particular interview will be an awesome one for us, for you and for our listeners out there. So welcome once again. Thank you. All right, so let's just dive straight into the business of the day. So before we get started, just can you just walk us through how this entrepreneurial book, like how did it go started with you? Like how did you become an entrepreneur? 
Yeah, so it kind of happened by accident, as um, a happy accident does happen in life. So I started a cleaning business with a friend in 2018. And um, at the time, we were basically joking that we could do it better because we, uh, we were working in a gym. And um, we were selling memberships, but to sell the memberships, we had to sell the gym and the gym wasn't clean. And so um, that just kind of led us down that journey. We ended up owning the cleaning business in 2018. And then that's how StaffNet was born. Essentially, I was having a lot of issues being a small business and just getting started and having no business experience. And um, there was no program online that was helping me in terms of software to be able to run my day efficiently, optimize different things in terms of scheduling employees and automating processes. So we actually ended up um, meeting up with some developers and going down that route. But basically becoming an entrepreneur was not in the plans. I was definitely a nine to five kind of worker for many years and I had my corporate jobs too. It's, uh, it's just kind of happened organically. And I feel like I always had that little voice inside my head that said that I wanted to do something a little bit different than, um, I guess the corporate world sitting at a desk or a conventional job. Okay. Uh, uh, thank you so much for that. So one uh, thing I got from what you said is the fact that you started a business to solve a problem that you personally have. And that is one common uh, theme I've seen with some of the guests I've interviewed on this show. And I think that is one beauty, uh, beautiful thing about entrepreneurship. Like instead of when I have, a, if you have a problem, instead of just asking, can someone fix this? You just tell yourself, you know, you know what, can I even be the one to fix this? And you don't know what can really come out of that. And that's exactly how your journey into starting StaffNet started. So that's a very awesome one. So from that uh, time when you got started, you got started with StaffNet. So how has the journey been like? Like any challenges you have faced along the line and how have you been able to overcome those challenges? Yeah. So, you know, going from the cleaning business, being in the service sector, that's one-on-one -on -one with clients um, face-to-face, right? And then going into the tech world, which, um, you know, was a completely different realm for me. It was really challenging because, um, especially being a female entrepreneur as well, too, it's challenging in that sense because, you know, you have to make yourself heard as well. But in terms of being new in the tech space, I think it's been really challenging because we're trying to find our footing with an online business. You know, we don't have anything necessarily tangible. We have our software and our app, sure, and it's in your phone or in your computer, but it's a very different type of business. So that's really been challenging to pivot, but also adapt and learn along the way. So it's been really challenging to know one side of a business and then completely change over here on the tech world. Okay, awesome. So how, how, can you just give us a brief picture of how you are able to overcome that challenge of being new in the tech space and uh, as a woman also, how you've been able to weather the storm of, uh, I think probably in a male-dominated environment? Yeah, so pretty much all of my, I'd say colleagues are males. <laughs> um, so especially when you're meeting with a male-dominant culture, it can be really difficult as a female sometimes to not feel intimidated or to feel heard 
to feel like you're, um, you're smart and that you know what you're talking about. So for me, it's just been really stepping into my own skin and feeling comfortable with where I am and being confident that I know what I'm doing. I've done the research. I know my software in and out, for example, or I know the services that I offer over here in and out. And basically, um, you know, doing the work, putting in the reps and just consistently showing up for myself has been really great for being a female entrepreneur. But um, yeah, in terms of pivoting businesses, it's been challenging um, in the sense that, you know, with an online world, it's been really, really hard to, I guess, navigate things certain, like uncertainties. So with an online business, as you already know, you can reach everybody in the world. But with that comes um, an overwhelming amount of work in terms of marketing and how you get your voice out there and how you're heard. So that's been a really fun challenge, but it's consistently there as well too, right? You consistently have to basically try and get people's attention. You're like, hey, I'm here. So that's been really challenging in terms of marketing, learning how to market my business towards um, my niche group and being able to also like wear all the different hats in the business too, to be able to do all of these things. Okay. Uh, thank you for that. You are very, uh, you have done a very awesome job. And uh, the fact that I'm talking to you right now on this show is a testimony to the fact that you have actually weathered the storm and you have came out and you are you are doing fine in your business right now and, and that is something to care about most uh, most uh, most times when i have to talk to female entrepreneurs on this uh, uh, show i always admire them because as a man i understand how the outside world is how the uh entrepreneurial space it's come even for men like it can be uh, but you know when i see a woman who is actually out there and who actually made something for themselves like i'm always very quick to appreciate it because combining that with the home and even with the you know it's very very hard. and to see a woman who is actually doing fine i always like to commend them so kudos to you jenny for what you have done uh, and thank you so much for sticking the empty fire burn because it's very very challenging uh, and that is what we are as an entrepreneur so from there or uh, from there to now, like, so present day 2022, what's the structure of your business like and revenue-wise, where exactly are you this year? Yeah, so the structure of our business right now for StaffNet is basically, we have a very small team, oh, it's about five of us, so our development team, and then um, us two co-founders. And um, yeah, basically the structure of it right now is we're a SaaS product, so um, we're software as a service. And um, as it stands right now, we're hitting around 150 for the year. Um, and so we launched in two, um, October 2001. And so what we did prior to that is we did beta testing with um, different markets. So um, the structure of business is basically towards multi-medium businesses is how we learned who our people are and what our niche group is. And so that's how we've structured um, our business around our key market demographic. Okay, that's awesome. So in all your years of being an entrepreneur, what is one big lesson that you have learned that you want to share with our listeners? One big lesson, I would say trusting your gut 
in the early days of our cleaning business and even now today in you know our in our tech world in general there's always that little voice that tells you i think we should go this way or you know i have this little idea and i think we often quiet that voice because we think we'll sound stupid or we don't know a whole lot about that area like for instance when we just started developing like the wireframe for staff that we're working with these really really intelligent developers and these guys who have devoted their whole life to tech so us coming in and I'm the girl that, you know, I'll call IT or back in the day I'd call IT and they'd be like, well, did you restart your computer? I'm like, oh yeah, I should have done that, you know? So for me, I just didn't have the confidence behind, um, I guess, bleeding in my ideas and my thoughts. So when we were developing StaffNet, there were these little things that would come up and I would have that idea in my head or a thought and I'd, ah, you know, it's okay, stupid. I, I shouldn't, I shouldn't mention it. And then it would come up, for example, in the beta or the developer would say the exact same thing that I was thinking. So really trust your gut, trust your intuition because it won't misguide you. And even if you do say something stupid or whatever, it doesn't really matter at the end of the day because at least you were speaking your truth. And that's what I do day in and day out now. Okay, thank you so much for that. And to add to what you just said, like I can't agree enough with what you said. There are many times in business where our uh, things are not just making sense, but my God, to just tell me, you know what, just go with this. And uh, most times it's not that maybe uh, I will have to win or maybe the things will work out. But one thing I've discovered is that at the end of the day, even if I don't win, even if it doesn't work out, I will surely learn something, a very big lesson that actually will now lead me to getting the answer. And uh, just like you said, we have to trust our costs because as an entrepreneur, we have more of a mental challenge than even physical challenge because most of our wins will come from our mind and from our head. And if we can't really follow our gods, we'll surely miss up on a whole lot of opportunity and a whole opportunity for learning as well because everything is just not about winning. The lessons also are very, very big. So thank you so much for that. And uh, let's just transition to my favorite part of the podcast where I have to throw you some thought-provoking questions then you get back to me with answers. So Jenny... Should we fire on? Okay, yep. awesome. awesome. So what is one book that you have read that has changed your life that you'd like to recommend to our listeners? Yeah, for me, the book that kind of sparked everything, um, I love Brian Holiday. So um, ego is the enemy. And so it's really just learning to humble yourself and knowing that, you know, at the end of the day, your ego is what's going to hold you back. And so what you mentioned before, you, you either win or you lose, but there's no losing because it's, it's, you're taking an L, but you're learning. And so, you know, setting aside your preconceived notions or ideas that kind of have been placed there since childhood and stuff like that, and being able to be so open-minded to the world and to different ideas has definitely expanded my viewpoint and made me a better thought leader, a better mother, a better wife um, all around. I recommend Ego is the Enemy by Ryan Holiday. Okay. All right. Ego by uh, Ego is the Enemy by Ryan Holiday. Listeners out there, uh, this book, a link to this book, you can find it by heading straight to www.thesixfigureentrepreneur.com and just type Jenny in the search box and this show note for this episode will pop up and you can find the link uh, to the book Jenny just mentioned. So still talking about book, if you are to write a book today, what would that book be about? Self-development, for sure. That's that's my area. I love reading self-development books. It would be talking about manifestation. You know, um, 
it sounds hippy dippy and some people may not believe it, but I do believe that the universe is conspiring for us. And so, you know, what you put out in terms of your energy, your thoughts, your actions, it all comes back to you at the end of the day. So one good example is let's say somebody does you wrong. You know, if you put out bad thoughts towards that person, it's not going to negatively affect them. It's going to negatively affect you. So for me, I really believe in pure energy, loving energy. And so if I were to write a book, it would be about manifestation and how, what you want, if you put it into the universe, it will happen. Obviously you have to work for it. You have to go through the motions and do the work, but if you're working with it, good things will come as well too. And I feel like so many blessings have happened in my life because of that reason I've put it into the universe. You know, I want this, I want that in terms of, you know, success or different um, areas of growth in my life. And it's always come back to basically honor what I've requested. Okay. That's a lovely one. So I'm just curious, you know, as a book coach, I just like to ask like, what has been stopping you or what is stopping you from writing the book you just mentioned, that beautiful book that you just mentioned? Yeah. I mean, one day I would definitely love to be an author. I think for me, I'm all about focus. I, I would like to focus on the one thing and be really, really, really good at the one thing. So right now, my one thing, well, I should say two things. I have a new son, but StaffNet is also my other baby. So I'm focusing on everything into staff net, pouring all of my energy and my love into that and my community of entrepreneurs. I think that definitely holds me back from doing anything else right now. But like you mentioned, um, you know, why not in the future? Okay, that's awesome. We look forward to having a conversation with you, maybe when your book is out and uh, we would love yeah. to, we are looking forward to seeing uh, that book and to read it because uh, the idea is a very beautiful one. We all need what you just mentioned. So from there, what is one thing that you did that got you a very big win in your business? Sorry, can you repeat that? What is one thing that you know you did like once or maybe presently that's got you a very big win in business? Oh, yeah. So for us, I think our huge win was doing a beta test. Had we not done the beta test, we wouldn't have known the direction of marketing, our niche key market group. Um, so for us, it was a beta test. That was like the thing that definitely like catapulted us to success. And then it created a really good launch process too, through the best form of advertising, which is word of mouth. So it all kind of roots towards the beta test. Okay, I'm just very curious about, you mentioned the beta testing before, but can you just give us like a brief picture of what you did then, what you achieved and are the lessons you learned from that particular system? Yeah, so um, basically initially when we created StaffNet, we weren't creating it to market it. I should mention that. So it kind of was, again, a happy accident. We were creating the software for a cleaning company, but I was just creating it for me. And then a little entrepreneurial mind, I was like, well, if I'm having this issue, other people are. But I wanted to know before bringing this to the market, going through the process of creating its own entity as a business and all that stuff, um, if there was a space for it in the market, because it was so saturated. So obviously doing your research is key to um, any successful idea or making it, um, I guess, bring it to fruition. But through the beta test, what I did was um, I actually really leveraged LinkedIn. So I went on LinkedIn. I found 
and connected with many different entrepreneurs and basically started a conversation building up relationships with them and said, hey, I have this product. I'm not sure if I'm going to bring it to market or not. I create it for my cleaning business. Here are the features, you know, employee scheduling, inventory, all that stuff. And then said, hey, would you want to be a part of a free beta test? You'd be helping me out and I'd be helping you out potentially. And again, it's totally free. You basically just have to tell me what I can improve on and it will basically help your business. So yeah, we got, I would say roughly 15 beta testers and we did it from different avenues of business. So again, to find our key group, right? So we did restaurants, we did ever, ever, sorry, other service-based businesses like uh, cleaning business, moving business. Um, there was one office space. There were some brick and mortar stores, so storefronts. And from those groups, you know, we met one-on-one on Zoom and we went through what was working, what was not working and got their feedback. And it drastically changed what StaffNet looked like originally because of all of these different perspectives and ideas from other beautiful minds. And so collaborating all of these ideas was probably the best part of creating StaffNet because it was just a compilation of different ideas from different minds and different perspectives that I would have never had without that. And through that, we found, okay, our people are small to medium businesses, generally in the service sector. And so we were able to niche down. So when we were going out and starting the marketing, we knew exactly where we were going with it. Okay, uh, that's a very smart one. And I think uh, Walizna should pick something from this. And um, for me, this is what I picked and learned from what you just mentioned. You know, during the, uh, the primitive stage of a business, you know, sometimes the idea we thought we have for our business or the solution we have is not really what the market needs. And when you are able to get out to the, uh, your target market, you are, are giving them value by them joining your uh, testing group. And with that, in return, you get a lot of feedback. And there is nothing as feedback because that will actually give you the right part to tell maybe what you think uh, they will need is not what they need. And maybe some features that you thought you should add and it actually doesn't matter. Then you will be able to learn quickly and move on to actually get a perfect uh system and a perfect business so that's a very good idea thanks for sharing that so can you tell us what is one superpower that you think you have that has contributed to you winning in life and in business sorry can you repeat the first part okay what is one superpower you think you've got that has helped you to win in life and in business yeah um so in terms of superpower i'd say resilience you know, consistently showing up, being annoyingly persistent with my own goals or, um, you know, working with clients and stuff like that. So I'd say my superpower is resistance. So keep on resilience, keep on persisting and, um, you know, just showing up daily. Okay. Keep on persisting and keep showing up every day. So that's awesome. So what is one thing you are working on right now that you are super excited about? Yeah, so with um, StaffNet, we're doing consulting. And again, it wasn't planned or anything like that. It was just through the beta test and connecting with other entrepreneurs. 
we would give tips and tricks because we've been in business for a while since 2018 with our other business. And so it just started as a conversation and it was just kind of tips in little quick meetings. And then since then we started doing more consulting and um, I made it an actionable item in our email marketing, just saying, hey, if you wanna hop on a 15 minute call, I can talk about X, Y, Z with you if you wanna just kind of like hash it out. And so that picked up and people got really interested. We still don't charge for it at zero dollars because it's something that um, I feel fills my cup and it genuinely makes me happy. So um, I, I like to show up and do that for our community. And so that's something that I'm really excited about right now. Okay, that's, that's good. As what? Okay, let's, you've built a business from the scratch and uh, as a, it's ve- I know it's very challenging and for the fact that you are in a male-dominated environment and you are also a mom and you have a home to take care of and you are able to still build that business and get something great out of it. So if there is any journey like you who is just starting out, what would be your best advice for that newbie journey? Yeah, I would say just keep going just keep on doing one thing every day moving forward it can feel so overwhelming um being a parent being an entrepreneur you know like you said you own a home and then you're also a daughter and you might be a partner to somebody else and you're not going to be good at everything and you can't be balancing everything in the air simultaneously right one ball is going to fall it's okay if you're on this entrepreneurial journey, it's not smooth. It's a really, really bumpy road and that's totally normal. And it's such a beautiful journey and it's not something where we're going to get to the destination. As you know, as an entrepreneur, you're literally just on this journey and there's peaks and valleys within it, but um, continue to show up and do one step in front of the other because putting in these steps consistently is going to get you towards success. You're not going to be getting further away from success as long as you keep on moving forward, but it's not losing that momentum. That can be really, really hard because there are so many distractions. So, you know, avoid the distractions and continue to trust in yourself and your gut to move forward because there's going to be days where you don't want to, or there's going to be doubt and there's going to be other noise um, and if it's something that you truly, really want to do, just keep on, put on your blinders like a horse and just keep on moving forward. Okay. Uh, thanks for that tip. And listeners, if there is any newbie Jenny out there listening to this, Jenny has gave you a very good, a lot of uh, free advice uh, that I believe if you implement, you can also achieve the same results that Jenny has achieved. And that is the essence of this uh, podcast, uh, to share stories, uh, lessons from uh, people who have already been there, people who have built something from zero to something and uh, to be able to motivate. And, uh, you know, I always tell myself when I started my entrepreneurial journey uh, 10 years ago, I told myself one thing that kept me going was the fact that even though some... Uh, things are not working well, but I was able to point to some people and I keep telling myself, if A can do this, of course I can do the same. And that's exactly what happened. Things finally got uh, well and uh, I was, I'm I'm very happy and uh, I can be grateful for the uh, the day that when I just quit my job and uh, started this uh, journey and it's very awesome. So before we leave and before we say goodbye on this show, can you just tell us where we can connect with you online, where we can access all the good stuff that you are creating? Yeah, so um, you can usually find me 
um, at StaffNet on Instagram. And then I'm always on our website, on our blog. So um, that's another really fun project that I've been working on. Um, as you know, with marketing, there's SEO. So we've been working really hard just to do a lot of organic marketing. And through organic marketing, I've been working on our blog and it's been so much fun. So you can usually find me on the blog, really actionable tips for your business. So that would be staffnet.ca slash blog, or you can just check out our website and you'll find the blog from there. And then I'm also on LinkedIn. So um, Jenna Zhang on LinkedIn, but also uh, Staffnet on LinkedIn as well. Okay, listeners out there, the book Jenny mentioned, and also all the links you just mentioned, you can just find it by heading straight to www.thesixfigureentrepreneur.com and just search for Jenny and the show note for this episode will pop up where you can find all those links. So thank you so much, Jenny, for joining me on this show. It's been a very lovely uh, minute uh, talking to you, like uh, you have shared a lot of good stuff and I believe listeners out there who are just starting out uh, can actually tapping into what you have said and implement it to get that same result. So I salute you. I celebrate you for keeping the entrepreneurial fire burning, for making it real and following your passion and following your gods. And for all the good stuff you are creating and the solutions you are providing for the world, we say kudos and we celebrate you. And we love to hear from you. Uh, sometimes down the line, probably maybe sometimes uh, when your book is out, uh, to have another conversation about your book. Beautiful. Thank you so much. I love everything that you're doing with your podcast. And I think it's so inspirational to keep that going um, in terms of being a thought leader for your community. And so I want to commend you for everything that you're doing as well. Yeah, thanks so much. That means a lot to me. And I'll surely lay it to art and always remember your words. So thank you so much. And we'll catch you next time. Okay, thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. For more episodes and the show notes for this episode, visit www.thesixfigureentrepreneur.com. And I would love for you to leave a review on iTunes if this episode has been of value to you. See you next time on another episode of the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. And until then, keep building and keep the entrepreneurial fire burning. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. For more episodes and the show notes for this episode, visit www.thesixfigureentrepreneur.com. And I would love for you to leave a review on iTunes if this episode has been of value to you. See you next time on another episode of the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. And until then, keep building and keep the entrepreneurial fire burning.